0: listening to the cock and bull podcast a history show my name is spencer that is nathan (laughs) that's that's, see that's much better the fact that we 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 put no expectations no nothing you're not you don't know when it comes out we don't know when it comes out they don't even know that they're going to be entertained they don't that's not even in their in their defense we don't know if they're going to be entertained either but this also should be the highest fidelity version of the cock and bull that you people have ever gotten. This is as good of an audio experience as you're ever gonna have with us two chuckle fucks. And in other news, I, you know, I've been a little preoccupied. I've had um, I've had a busy week since Halo Reach has been remastered. There was an Overwatch patch too. Uh, oh, you're on that. Sorry, I'm back in 2011. <laughs> You're back with our friend Master Chief. Exactly. And to celebrate the fact that I have been reborn as Master Chief Jr. and that I've pried myself away from that game to record this, uh, I did purchase a 2007 Halo 3 Game Fuel off eBay, so I'm just going to crack that open. Oh, yeah. Um, All right. Give me that ASMR. I'm just going to get a swig of that. Okay. Really chug it down. All right. Let's do this before I fucking vomit. All right. Yep. Yep. Do that before you vomit or your insides burn out. One or the other. Johan Conrad DePell was born august 10th 1673 did you say johan johan something got stuck in my mouth because i mean that's not the way that name has ever been said ever his father was the fourth depel generation to carry on the lutheran faith and by golly his pops was gonna make him the oh, fifth good so we've got some we have either trans or consubstantiation involved here i never know which because i don't care Johann was born at a castle a few miles south of Darmstadt, Germany. Our our ancestral homeland. Yeah, and that—in fact, I'm pretty sure that's where our our predecessors were born. Darmstadt. I can feel it in my blood. Oh yeah, no, no, it's there's definitely a blood quantum thing going on here, and it definitely feels. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. I'm ringing. I feel. I feel tingly. And I think it was how accurately I pronounced it that that really set it off in my bones. It's good that we've upgraded the the audio quality so that those pronunciations come in loud and clear. Hear that sibilance, folks. This Nathan was castle. Wait for it. Ravenloft. Frankenstein you mother Fucker! You that, dirty son of a bitch. That Frankenstein, yes. No, now you say that Frankenstein. That Frankenstein is a creation of Mary Shelley's imagination. That's correct, and and she wrote that book what eighteen hundreds or nineteen hundreds? I'm remember. fairly sure it was the eighteen hundreds. There was probably some opium. They were out. They they were. I have. I mean, their idea <laughs> of a fun day in inside was let's write ghost stories, guys. So I mean, it had to be before the advent of at least the hooping stick or something the castle he was born in was a distinguishing factor though i don't believe he was royal by any stretch i think he was more or less a citizen of a castle town are we are we talking about our friend johan or frankenstein i cannot i cannot tell the difference anymore we are talking about johan okay good good when he ventured off to university of gesen uh I just don't expect anything of me. You shouldn't. Um, I've stopped a long time ago, guys. You should as well. His name was followed by the German equivalent of From Castle Frankenstein, or Learned Boy From Castle Frankenstein. That absolutely cannot be the way you identify people it just can't that is not a that that version of nomenclature <laughs> will get you absolutely like venus you know phylum species i get that but it can't be the smart guy from over there like we just did an episode of mark's madness and one of the schools was named something on the eastern tbilisi named for stalin that was in the name like you don't put guys. Naming. It's not hard. I want to do a PSA for it. It's not, but they made it so hard. So he went to college and studied theology, philosophy, and alchemy. Okay, I was about to say reanimation science? <laughs> Which one does that fall into? Which of the dark arts is that? I think that's alchemy, but I could be wrong. I thought alchemy was just turning shit that wasn't gold into shit that was gold. Well, that's a, this is a good time for me to ask, do you know the difference in alchemy and chemistry? Well, yeah, chemistry's real and alchemy's nonsense bullshit. There you go. Alchemy was a lot of medieval metaphysical magic shit, whereas chemistry accepts that it is all natural. Chemistry is the less witchcraft spin-off of alchemy. Chemistry is organic alchemy, let's just call it what it is. Yeah, now his colleagues and professors knew that he was a gifted learner, and nobody could deny that. While there were those that praised him for it though, there were the others that knew the praise would quickly go to his head. As we all know, smart plus popularity tends to make a bit of a Neil deGrasse Tyson. Uh, oh, a problematic man with shitty takes? Yeah. Yeah, I'm coming for you, Neil. Come at me. They weren't wrong to treat him cautiously. Well, yeah, his name is from Castle Frankenstein. Of course you treat him cautiously. (laughs) By that time, he was publishing papers, uh, and Depel had become something of a narcissist, if not an incredibly (laughs) confident man. I mean, there's a fine-ass line between those two, and I don't know where it is. And you could say he walks it. He developed some quick enemies with his religious writings. Remember, he was in theology, philosophy, and alchemy. He was. The the trifecta. Everyone, you know, you got the theology up front. All right, well, what complements that theology spec? Oh, a good philosophy spec to keep you grounded. All right, but what's your wild card? Exactly. What's your wild card profession? Oh, I'm going into alchemy. What's your minor? (laughs) Which other D&D-ass fucking class are you going to throw? Throw into this mix is he half monk as well is that what we're coming up with so he developed some quick enemies the draculas some of his theories the wolfmen uh, none of neither of those uh, nor the monster hunters so no some van of helsings. his takes no van helsings and no han velsings and no van richtens some of his takes Any Belmonts? were so controversial that they had to be written under pseudonyms, like <laughs> Christianus Democritus. Oh, man. Spencer, we have discussed that you may need to come up with a uh, a pseudonym for Avarius' projects, and, and I'm telling you, that's a strong contender right beside A.C. Smith. <laughs> And Winchester Remington cult. He was Lutheran, but vouched for pietism, which is an emphasis on biblical doctrine, while also encouraging individual worship. That. He wanted folks to stop doing everything big church told him to, and to make it a bit more of a one-on-one with JC. A bit, a, a bit more of a personal, you know, hey Jesus, it's me, Tim, how you doing? Precisely. A chicken soup now, for Jesus' soul sort of situation. Precisely. This was a hot take off the bat. These were initially under pseudonyms, like I said, but in his confidence, he decided to go public. Also, anybody that knew him saw these articles and went, well, that sounds like Johan. Anyone who read two minutes of that trite went, oh, I know this pompous fuckface. Hey, Frankenstein, get down here. In doing so, he formed a correspondence with Konrad Brosk, a reformed court preacher in Offenbach. A reformed court preacher. I don't quite understand what that means when you put them all together. I don't think if those three words are put together, they mean anything. I, I That's word salad. I had a stroke. It kind of sounds like he's a prisoner who was then handed over to be the religious consult of the justice system. And that's what I'm going with. I'm getting very much like preacher comic book vibes, only with a judge dread thrown in. <laughs> Show me the difference in what we just said. Or a Judge Reinhold, I'm not sure which, but definitely a judge. The two started out as close colleagues, with Brosk sharing these ideas to some extent, but it wasn't long before Depel said, you're not radical enough, and accused him of being a compromiser, a colluder with the religious authorities. Now, as someone that spends most of my life on the online left... Let me tell you, I love a good sectarian fight as much as anybody. It's It brings joy to my heart to call somebody a bullshit reformist. The quote, you're not radical enough, is going to come out of this guy's mouth so many goddamn times, it'll basically be a catchphrase. Now, the, the trick I'm having is that his version of radical was just like, stay at home and pray by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, all right, dude. <laughs> well, he's revolting against big church. Let's not forget. I, I, <laughs> no, I trust I, me. He's going up against the real power these days. The real, the real. Yes, the Lutheran Church, that dynamo of 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 just raw power <laughs> that it was, <laughs> that bulldozer that was about to conquer Europe. So, what spurred this disagreement? What spurred him to say you're not radical enough and to break off all ties, call him an enemy? I, th- didn't, did he fuck his girlfriend or something? Because that seems to be how it always happens on the left. I'm sorry, that would make too much sense. Brosk didn't publish one of DePell's papers. Oh, no. Yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds about right. One of his many, I should add. He was churning these out like clockwork, and he didn't publish one of them. The rejected paper was called, quote, The Scourging Papacy of the Protestants. and was far too expensive for me to buy and read. Oh, oh. See, this is why we need the Patreon for the cock and bull, is to afford Spencer the ability to buy these obscure (laughs) texts that were not published by an 18th century (laughs) Lutheran radical. Guys, will you think of the children... (laughs) He had a disciple, one Emanuel Swedenberg. Now, Swedenborg, <laughs> What? Immanuel guy from Sweden? Is that literally his last name? Emanuel Sweden town? <laughs> uh, Swedenberg, to, to somehow put it briefly, was a pluralistic Christian, scientist, and mystic. Okay, all right. Well, none of those things go together, let alone all three of them. Like, you combine any two of them, and it goes, no. And the third is like, n- just, n- why? Stop it. Uh, he was a devoted follower of DePel's teachings right up to the day that he decided that DePel was no drain-the-swamp Christian after all. <laughs> In fact... He said DePel was more like a Christian anarchist, or perhaps even an atheist. I've I've had my well-documented beefs with anarchists over the time, but if you give me a Chris, I will take a Christian anarchy. I want to see what that looks like. Quote: DePel is a most vile devil who's attempted wicked things. Again, these wicked things being praying by yourself in the corner. Yeah. Has he done anything? I, I can't think, like, nothing distinct about this man has, has emerged from the picture. He is as, as milk toast a man calling himself a radical as I can ever imagine. Like, he's going against, I guess, religious tradition of saying you don't need the church, do it by yourself. Uh, but that apparently is enough. And apparently he, he's so narcissistic and pompous about these ideas that that is why everyone's starting to turn on him. And Nathan, that's when the cyberbullying started. <laughs> I imagine again the the Lutherans are <laughs> fond of theses. I just imagine a lot of like nailed to church wall tirades about his bullshit. Uh, it's sort of like Ignaz Semmelweis, uh, the doctor who discovered washing your hands was the solution to getting sick. Well, much like Semmelweis, Depel was shouted down in public articles, smearing his reputation just left and right. Now, the difference is one of those people invented a life-saving technique that has allowed us the glories of modern medicine, and the other one t- thought the Lutherans were too, I don't know, Lutherany? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I feel like putting them both on the same tier kind of, kind of obscures the achievements of our good hand-washing friend Ignize he thought that they couldn't they were there were too many sheeple in the lutheran church they needed to think for themselves and be creative he is a punk rock lutheran and and yes no burn that sentence from the record books because i don't (laughs) want to know what that would sound like i imagine a worse version of folk punk and i didn't think that was possible no i just heard yellow card when you said that so (laughs) no this is far too edgy for this gentleman come on took a bit of a toll on our Christly revolutionary. Uh, He started becoming something of a recluse. He attempted to purchase Castle Frankenstein, the castle in which he grew up, but to little avail. Instead, his name and ensuing legacy would become associated with the castle, uh, which may start to make sense when I tell you he was, uh, well, he started putting the alchemy to use. Oh, okay. Now you say putting the alchemy to use, and that's a little bit hard since alchemy is, and I can't state this enough, (laughs) complete bullshit Yeah, yeah, well, that's what you think Nate, but but buckle up. I mean Uh, now while he wasn't able to while he couldn't purchase the castle, uh, he did seem to pull a bit of an Airbnb and he hung out in the castle I would assume squatting and hiding from the owner like a rat. Spencer, I don't know if you know how Airbnb works, but you may want to check in with whoever's house you've been illegally (laughs) living in at this point. Depel led an adventurous life, often getting into trouble because of his disputed opinions (laughs) and his problems with managing money. So what you're saying is he's a guy that has shitty opinions and can't manage his funds very well. He was imprisoned for heresy, served a 7 year sentence and got out that's a weird thing to get a prison sentence for excommunication maybe but i mean you don't believe in jesus to jail with you i mean it's i mean it's exactly what like roy moore wants in the south but (laughs) i mean still i thought we were better than this he created an animal oil known as depels oil which was supposed to be you've heard of this right the watkins man sells it Uh, i mean honest to god the fact that i went to the watkins man does show that we were raised in the same household and had the same bullshit supplies delivered to us by a weird old gentleman door to door. Why was that still a business model in the mid 2000s people? Now this DePel's oil was the equivalent to the alchemist's dream, the subject of myth the elixir of life going to say it's Probably not. Well, I mean, hold on a minute. He might have Neosporin right here. Um, I mentioned that he tried to buy the castle. You did, in fact, mention that. Now, explain to me how having Johan's secret stuff is going to win him a castle. Well, he, he did try and purchase the castle in exchange for the formula written on a piece of paper. I mean, you know one or two of the Coke, and I spell Coke C-O-K-E, not not the awful devil (laughs) Coke's. Uh one of those guys has has attempted to on one drunken occasion buy like a bar by offering to write down the Coke recipe, right? Like it has to have happened. so one of the colonel's nephews has tried to give out the seven secret herbs and spices for a handy behind the, the Chuck E. Cheese or something like that. Like it has to have happened. I'll tell you what's in the fucking Whopper sauce if you just come on, let my son rent your balloon house. I mean it's just Thousand Island. It's always, it's Thousand Island cut with differing amounts of ketchup on every secret sauce, people. It's not hard. So he pitches, he tries to, like, you know, slide the piece of paper across the table, uh, and the Lord swiftly turned it down. (laughs) (laughs) Now, according to one researcher, DePel and the pigment maker Dysbach used potassium carbonate contaminated with this oil in producing red dyes. Uh, To their surprise, they obtained a blue pigment when they started doing this uh, called Berliner Blau, or also called Preisuch Blau, or Prussian Blue. Okay, Prussian blue, I'll buy. Now, Now, Spencer, the last time you told me about colors, we started murdering people with them. Now, explain to me how this pretty blue is going to cause um, Down syndrome or something like that. More on that later. Oh, good. So, oh, great. There are claims that during his stay at Castle Frankenstein, he practiced alchemy and anatomy. He was allegedly working with nitroglycerin, which led to the destruction of a tower at the castle Frankenstein. And although the history of the castle during Depel's lifetime is very well documented, uh, the destruction of a tower is nowhere mentioned. Other rumors about Depel appear to be modern inventions as well. For example, that which said he performed gruesome experiments with cadavers in which he attempted to transfer the soul of one cadaver to another. Uh, soul transference with cadavers was a common practice among alchemists at the time. I was about to say, the fact that he did it wasn't the shocking thing, because we all know, I mean, we've done the episode on Professor McDowell. We know that people were doing shit with corpses. And the theory was supported by DePel's writings, thus making it possible he pursued it. There is no evidence that he did it at the castle though there is also no evidence to the rumor that he was driven out of town when word of his activities reached the townspeople now while he wasn't driven out of uh castle frankenstein by the townsfolk he was banned from a few other countries in his lifetime notably sweden and russia for his controversial theological positions all right well one i'm I'm gonna guess that his friend sweden swedenberg got him kicked out of sweden because it seems like that guy probably had a lot of sway in that town Uh, He put in the good word. uh, And two, Russia just, just, I'm just good, good calls on good things, Russia. Good work. He also eventually had to flee Gießen, the town in which he was educated, uh, after he killed a man in a duel. They were dueling? Why do I feel like dueling was an American concept? They were dueling over in Germany? They were dueling. Remember, Tycho Brahe lost his nose in a duel, duel. Spencer, I don't remember anything from anything. It's literally the premise of this show essentially. Um so no, I don't remember that. I remember I remember something about a Danish man and a dwarf and vaguely uh, that's about it. You don't remember his golden Mr. Potato head nose. Now, do, do I do I is it banging around in my brain somewhere? Yes, but so many, so many things these days are, and it's just it's just so hard to straighten them out. You're right. I've placed far too great of expectations on you. I remember a lot about giant chairs. I can tell you that much. Who doesn't in this community? So DePel did, however, experiment frequently with dead animals, of which he was an quote avid dissector. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure one, that's like one of the signs of being a sociopath, and two, isn't that what Jeffrey Dahmer did down um, when he was hanging out with our mom? Yeah. She'll tell the story differently, but. Ah, but she's not here to defend herself. Let's slander away. (laughs) I'm going to have to say allegedly here. What are you going to do, sue us? In his dissertation, Maladies and Remedies of the Life of the Flesh, DePel claims to have discovered both the elixir of life and the means to exorcise demons through the potions he concocted. Now, this is where we get into that elixir. So hold on. Uh, and so the hold Prussian on. blue. This guy's a Diablo character, not a, yeah. not anything. This this man is literally like a Diablo 4 expansion pack character coming soon. He's not a, he's not a, a 5e multi-class. No, he is a witch doctor. No. Remember how I mentioned that he combined some dyes with his elixir, and that's how he made Prussian blue? Prussian blue, by the way, the reason I remember it now, uh, a staple in the Bob Ross palette. It is one of the the 11 critical colors of a Bob Ross painting. It's time I mention what that secret formula uh, uh, was for, for the for the Krabby Patty here. Now explain to me um, why Bob Ross was putting like donkey piss on his portraits every time he did that. Please <laughs> please do that to me right now. Please give me that. The potion was made of of boiled animal bones and flesh. Now. Right in just a bunch of marrow and, and bones and flesh. Now, a little bit of blood and sinew. Now, now honest to God I'm on board so far because this just sounds like recycling. This sounds like the Native American. This sounds like we're not wasting any part of the buffalo. I'm, uh, I'm not opposed to this man uh, making use of his resources. He then claimed that using this concoction and a funnel... You could transfer one corpse to another man. Now, excuse me. You could transfer n- the soul of one corpse to another. Now you have lost me because why is the uh, boiled down animal gunk response? Why is that the the Michael secret stuff that allows your soul to move from one body to another? Oh, well, you you gotta grease up the gotta grease up the tubes, get that soul you out. You do, in fact, have to grease up the tubes. That's what I that's what I say every Friday night. But that does not explain. Why, that's the Grease of Choice. Some of DePel's contemporaries, notably Johann Heinrich Jung, believed that toward the end of his life, DePel lost his faith altogether after years of bitter disputes with other Christian leaders, calling Christ, quote, an indifferent being. Depel shifted all of his energy exclusively on his alchemical experiments. There is no god, only Prussian blue. No, there is no god, but I am absolutely going to make some gold out of this wood. I'm going to fully commit to this Minecraft grift that I'm on right now. I have been disillusioned to the concept that there is an almighty creator watching out for all of us and that he makes miracles happen. Now, if you will excuse me, I'm going to boil some bones and make the elixir of life. At this point in his life, historical records become vague and his activities grew into folkloric nature. During this time, at least one local minister apparently accused Depel of grave robbing, experimenting on cadavers, and keeping company with the devil himself. I mean... He's bunking with Satan. I don't hate... I, re- I mean, on. I wish I thought... But yes. You, you don't hate that someone is accusing him of these things and smearing his reputation, or... If these are actually happening, you're on board. (laughs) I mean, if you found – if all right. You're looking for some form of proof of of almighty beings in one shape or another. You've come to the conclusion that God God is an indifferent beast. He's a slob like one of us, and he doesn't want any part of your bullshit. But you find out that Satan's kind of cool and wants to hang and, like, has halo (laughs) and, like, is ready to, like, (laughs) go down for some blood gulch. I mean, that's a pretty, I I mean, I support that, is what I'm saying. I support living his best life. you're right I can get behind that now for the most part DePel kept himself separated from the world and and kept his work all to himself well him and Satan him and Satan uh, he perhaps even actively perpetuated the rumors that he had his soul sold to the devil in an exchange for secret knowledge as relying on his reputation as a dark sorcerer better enabled him to find audiences with those willing to pay for his knowledge of the philosopher's stone and the elixir of life so he's like you know what That's a pretty good grift you've come up with. I can get folks to start listening to me if I say that. No, PR is bad PR. Thank you. It's just true. It's just empirically true. It became something of a meme among these hecklers to announce the untimely death of Depel for each piece of fake news that Depel had died Depel grew more annoyed this is a weird this is a weird Paul McCartney like Paul's dead thing going on except the guy's just like standing right there going i'm not dead <laughs> asshole for each article that said he died he had to write one of his own and in one of his many written clapbacks, he declared that he was not dead, and in fact, would not die for another 135 years, specifically. Weirdly specific. Thanks to an elixir he'd crafted. Yep, he said, good news fuckers, I just made a potion, and I'm not dying for another 135 years, so stop writing it. <laughs> so one year later, he dies at Wittgenstein Castle near Badlasf, probably from a stroke, though some contemporaries suspect poisoning. from his Prussian blue. Yeah, by his Prussian blue animal bone stew. It's not known whether Mary Shelley knew the tales or rumors of DePel, or whether she even visited the castle before landing on the name Frankenstein for her story. Um, She did, it's documented she did go on some sort of riverboat tour that would have come about 10 miles from the castle and maybe... Then she heard the name. Just imagining Mary Shelley with Gilligan and the skipper just going on a riverboat tour. (laughs) Thank you for coming on the German Riverboat Safari Venture. (laughs) You've been listening to the Cock and Bull podcast, a history show with no other guarantees. Nothing else, a thing we do sometimes. But yeah, stay tuned for next week. It's gonna be a very good episode. Banger! We also want to thank Dripples Pony Club for allowing us to use their song There Were Buffalo on the arc off the album Cholera. Ben was not here to remind me that I didn't say it, so now I gotta throw it on the back end. You call my name and make a wish and take a rest, cause it's the best thing. To leave your lips at your best. I'm not in-